the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow. Yeah. Live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself. This is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. The Word of God is full of life-changing power. So our prayer is that this broadcast equips you to live a life so big that it impacts everyone and everything around you. Remember to hit the notification bell on YouTube to get this teaching and worship with us live each week. Let's join Bishop Greer as we continue our previous message. Now, most of us would think that it's a mistake to ever for a woman to ever give a man that much but it's never a mistake if your man's really a king why because a real king will never let a queen outdo him a real king is like well you give me this oh I gotta give you that a real man is wired like that you know, women just seem to be giving because maybe they're wiser, smarter. I don't, I don't know what it is. But, but, but God gave men egos. And, and that, see, no, no. That ego is a gift from God. Jesus would walk around the crowd and say, I am. The way, the truth, and the, yeah, and the life. You see that 200-foot door in the temple? I am the door. I am the good shepherd. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not talking about bragging. I'm talking about acknowledging who you are. Embracing who you are. And God placed ego in us for a reason. And, and, and women, they, they, they tend to often be a little bit more giving so God put an ego in a man and said, well, I'm not going to let you beat me at giving. Real men are wired that way. And then it continues. Okay, let me, okay. Not a pimp. A pimp's wiring. I didn't do this in the first service. Is give me all you got. A king's wiring is you will never give me more than I give you. I'll work night and day. I'll get up early. I'll stay up late. You will not give me more than I give you. Then it says spices in great abundance. Notice it was only after she tested him. And saw that he was for real, that she gave up her spices. 
Ladies, do not give up your spices so quickly and so easily. And precious stones. You see, a healthy woman wants to give back to a man that helps her solve her problems instead of a man just bringing her constant problems. Then watch this next statement. There never were any spices such as those the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. Men, you want more spice in your life? Keep answering the hard questions and solving her hard problems. Also, the servants of Hiram and the servants of Solomon who brought gold for Ephra, so what's about to happen is it got contagious. She, she, what she did was so overwhelming, uh, it impacted everyone watching. Brought algum wood and precious stones. Her generosity uh, inspired people. And no act of kindness, no matter how small, uh, when, when it's given to our king is ever wasted. But watch what Solomon did with his resources. I'm almost there. So the king took all these resources that was given him, and he made walkways. Now, we see that he actually, when you read the text, they have problems translating the, this term here. So it probably speaks of steps and, and, and railing and, and um, some ornaments that he, he used there. Because it was already, his house was already connected to the Lord's house. But when she brought that extra, um, he began to improve uh, both his house and the Lord's house. And the king made walkways, steps and railings of algum wood, which is very costly wood, for the house of the Lord and for the king's house. See, God has no problem with you improving your house if you're committed to improving God's house. See, I want to ask folks sometimes, how is it that you're okay, you know, once or twice a year, you know, every every couple years, I don't know how how often you do it, but you're investing thousands of dollars into the Bellagio, the MGM Grand. The Luxor. You know how expensive those rooms are. You'll save up for a year, two years to go stay in those places. But anything over $250 in the house of God is too much. It's over the top. It's controversial. I know I lost you right there, but I'm preaching good. Also harps and stringed instruments for singers. So the blessing that was brought to him through uh, the Queen of Sheba, as well as the servants of Hiram, he, he blessed his house and the house of the Lord. So Sol- Solomon used those resources to make sure that God's house had the best instruments, had, had the best sound system available at that time. And there was none such as these seen before in the land of Judah. So what I want you to see is the Queen of Sheba brought out the best in Solomon. And that's a a real queen will bring out the best in you, not the fool in you, not the dumb in you, not the stupid in you. She will bring out the best in you. And actually this queen caused his rulership to go to an entirely new level, a level that had never been seen before, but it was because of, of what this queen did that brought it out of Solomon. Now watch King, the king's response here. This is important. Now, King Solomon 
gave to the queen of Sheba, watch this, all she desired. As I said earlier, this is man code 101. A real king will not let a queen outdo him. There is nothing more satisfying to a man than knowing the woman he loves most is satisfied and, 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 and her needs are met and, and she's doing all right and, and her hat ain't on sideways and her, her wig ain't on that they, they know that. There's something that rise up on the inside. I said, I'm doing that. I'm, I'm doing that. Look at that walk across. I'm doing that. You hear what I'm saying? There's something, and God placed that in you. The Bible says in the book of, Pro- I guess I got too real because y'all, y'all scared now. I'm going to talk to this side of the room. The book of Proverbs says, a wife is a husband's crown. I don't judge a man by what he looked like. I judge him by what his wife looked like. Okay. I don't care how much money he makes. I don't care how fast he can run, how high he can jump. If that woman is dizzy, confused, and all messed up, I know it's because of him. See, now y'all mad. (laughs) But fruit don't fall far from the tree. I don't care how well you preach. I know lots of preachers. They're great preachers, but I look at the woman. And I had to look, I was like, you ain't got nothing to say to me, brother. I don't care what scripture you memorize. I don't care how big your church is. You ain't got nothing to say to me. Now, the King Solomon gave to the queen of Sheba all she desired. Watch this. Whatever, no restrictions. She asked. You know, when you see in the Bible, you say, you know, whatsoever you desire when you pray, to those whatsoever, type, those are kingly statements. Only God and, and an ultimate king can fulfill whatsoever, whosoever, you know, whensoever types of statements. But whatsoever she what asked. So if you want to take the lid off your marriage, the lid off your relationship, start focus more on your giving than your receiving. He gave her all that she desired, whatever she asked. You see, there was, there was a code in this time of history, you know, amongst the kings A king's glory was not only reflected in the gifts he received, and it mattered. You didn't just give a king minor gifts. That's why I don't come before the Lord empty-handed. I'd never come into service with nothing to give the Lord because he's my king. Remember when the wise men came, you know, they didn't come just saying, oh, I hear there's going to be a king born, and then salute and walk away. No, they, they bore gifts. Because, and since he was going to be the greatest king that the world had ever seen, you know, there was, there was a great magnitude of gifts that these very, very powerful and rich magi uh, brought to him. But a, a king's glory is not reflected in the gifts he receives, but the gifts he gives. 
That's why the Bible says when he ascended on high, he gave gifts to men. Because the, thank God, when we worship him, we give him gifts. When we, but, but God will not be outdone. He will never let you worship him more than he responds and blesses you for the worship. He will not let it happen. Just like he puts it into a man, I will not let my wife outdo me. The Bible calls us the bride of Christ. God will not let anyone, any person in the church ever outdo him. You will never beat God giving, loving. You will never, ever do it. You just can't. King Solomon gave to the queen of Sheba all she desired, whatever she asked. Watch this. Much more. Many of us are image of God is almost demonic. We think God's the devil. The devil is a pimp. He will, he, he will extract, he will take, and he will leave you for dead with nothing. And that image of the God of the world we place on the God of heaven, and it's evil. But when you begin to understand the character of our God, everything else begins to fall in place. Let me read this again. King Solomon gave to the queen of Sheba, all she desired, whatever she asked, much more than she had brought to him. You will never be the king giving, whether it's materially, emotionally, relationally. God so loved the world, that's John three sixteen, that he gave. You can give without loving but you cannot love without giving. So watch this, and I'm going to wrap up for the day. So she turned and went to her own country, she and her servants. You see, God always wants you to leave with more than you came to him with. See, people wonder why they don't have faith like you and I. And they thought, well, maybe if I just, you know, memorize more scriptures and all the rest, maybe, maybe I'll have faith. No, 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 no. The reason why people don't have faith like you, you and I is that the answer is faith is confidence in the character of God. And if you don't know what kind of God God is, you can't have faith. See, you worship a God trying to take something from you, a God that, that, that's all rigid and unhappy. He's miserable. He's just trying to make your life all messed up. He, he's, never, he, he's never really for you. He's just trying to extract something, always trying to judge you. But I judge a God. I, mean, I worship a God that, that, that does exceedingly abundantly. Above all that I ask or, or think. I, I worship a God that, that the blessings of the Lord make rich. And he has no sorrow. I, I worship a God. There's no darkness in him. Shadow of turning. Not one way one day, another way the next. I love a God that while I was yet a sinner, died for me. And loved me. Put his name on me. His spirit in me. I serve a God of above and beyond. And the reason you can't have faith is because your image of God is wrong. And my hope was in the teaching of these scriptures today that it would change your image of God. 
If he ever asks you for something, it's not to get something from you, but to you. Because my Bible says that he gave her much more. 100 talents of gold, precious spices, precious stones. But it's like, "Mm -mm, you're not going to leave until I give you more. You will never sacrifice more than God can reward. If you can do more than God, you'll become a little God. But God alone is God. He will not be outdone by you. Your sacrifice is noted in the book. And give him time. He is a rewarder. He is faithful. You hear what I'm saying? He will keep you and preserve you. Now let me say this. When she gave to him, he didn't immediately give back in the same way. But before that season ended, he was like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I still got something for you. He gave him much more than she had brought to the king. And then she turned and went with her servants. So when God asked me for something big, you know, my flesh sometimes gets a little bit weak. But after I get over my flesh, I get excited. Because I know my God will not be outdone. I know how I'm wired. I'm not going to let that woman in the first row do more for me than I do for her. Even though, actually, she probably does, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep working on it. Yeah, I am. I'm going to keep working on it. And I raised my boys to be real men. And they're going to spend a lifetime working on theirs, trying to make sure that she gets more out of the deal than they get out of the deal. But, 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 but we are to, to, to be made in the image and likeness of God. The, the Bible says that we are a royal priesthood. And, and I'm, I'm going I'm to wrap up with, 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 with this. When Nelson Mandela came out of prison, um, it was in the, I believe it was in the 90s, early 90s. And um, one of the things that struck me, I, I only, when I was in college, I saw his pictures up on the wall, and it was the young Nelson. So I, I hadn't really seen the old Nelson. But his government had taken, I don't know, 30 years of his life. Estranged him and his wife. Actually, they ended up having a divorce. His children didn't know him. And at times, they were a little bit frightened of him. But when he walked out of that prison, there was a royalty about the man. There was something the prison couldn't take away. There was something the government couldn't take away. He had a sense of who he was and his destiny. And a lot of us were like, well, they did that to me, so I'm going to do that to them. You're so petty and so silly. Our king came to earth and he took our worst hung high and gave us his best. And what God wants, we, you know, we, there used to be such thing as class. Okay, I'm going to say something. I'm just going to say it. 
But senators were, were supposed to wear ties and suits. It's just saying, I'm not the most important person in the room. I respect you enough to put on my best. That's one of the reasons why I'm still, I'm still jacketed up because I still have a problem. I, I got rid of the tie because of the culture and everything. I'm like, okay, I'll get rid of the tie. But I'm hanging on to the jacket. Because God deserves my best. He ought to be honored and, and I can't just look any other way. I just want to, you know. Okay, I got off point here. But what God wants is for people that act. Not just blab it and grab it. I got my promises and I'm going to get mine. I don't care about yours. People with some royal regalness about them. It just, you know, woman, no, you beat me. I'm going to stay here and forgive you and love you. And, and I'm going to take it for you. And, and, and I'm not going to go tit for tat with you. I'm, I'm going to be the bigger man. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm show you how much I love. See, see, that, that, see, no, no, see nowadays you don't talk like that. Because everybody got to get theirs and, and it ain't fair. You hurt me. Life hurts. Marriage hurts. Relationships hurt. Raising children hurts. But Jesus gave us the example of what to do when it hurts. Father, forgive them. They have lost their minds. They don't know what they're doing. God, I don't get what their problem is. But Lord, I'm willing to let them go and release them. And God wants us to have that type of Spirit that's large enough to let go. See, everyone wants to hear church sermons until we talk about forgiveness. Until we talk about letting your sister go, your brother go, the person in the second row go, your husband, your spouse go. As long as we're talking about heaven and, and, and you know, streets of gold and, and don't talk much about what I got to do here, but, but just talk about, you know, the by and by. I'm okay. But God's looking for some people that are willing to take up their cross and keep walking. Not walk away from God because a cross is involved, but walk up that hill. Jesus could have come down like that. He could have called a legion of angels, but he didn't. And there were times, and there have been times in my life, I could have walked out. I could have let go. I could have backed away. But I had to think about Jesus. What held, held him on that cross, it wasn't those nails. It was his love. It was his royalty. We gave him nothing and he gave us everything. So if I'm truly his follower, I'm going to have a different attitude when it comes to hurt, pain, and disappointment. God can love us more in a moment than anyone can love us in a lifetime. And my prayer today is you would stop taking the cross out of Christianity. And you would take up your cross and follow Christ in your relationships, your place of work, your neighborhood. Not talking about, you know, not speaking truth. Speak the truth in love. People will persecute you and say bad things 
about you at times. Rumors will be started. But you got to embrace that. You know what? That's par for the cross. That's what happens with kings. Everyone don't understand kings. Everyone don't understand queens. And I get it that y'all don't understand because y'all ain't there yet. But you got to stop being like the world. They hit me. I'm going to hit them. Stop it. And hit back in the spirit. Love somebody. Forgive somebody. Yeah, speak the truth. Speak the truth. But we can be kind. Well, I talked up a storm today. I said a bunch of stuff. But men, I hope I challenged you. And women, I hope I challenged you. Stop settling. Have some standards. Stop letting any joker in your life. I'd rather have no marriage than a bad marriage. I know your biological clock is ticking and all that, but uh, you get in a bad marriage, it's going to keep on ticking. But the only thing is, you get in a bad marriage long enough, it starts producing fruit. So the problem is not just that individual you're married to, then it becomes the children. And I could do bad by myself. This is like the first service. How do I do an altar call after this? Did anybody learn anything today? All right, all right, all right. This has been Live Big with Derek Greer, the radio broadcast ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. It is our sincere prayer that you are blessed and empowered to live a life bigger than yourself today. If you want to know more about becoming a Christian or want to rededicate your life to Christ, Bishop Greer wants to walk you through a step-by-step guide. It's the most important decision you'll ever make. Visit gracechurchva.org salvation to find out more. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. And while you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's all for today. Until next time, live big. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.